Shalom, hallelujah. Let's keep on winning, praise the Lord. That is our local in South Africa. I'm telling you, that is Dr. Tumi, praise God. I keep winning, that is from, a, from an album, Love on the Cross. You know, this is such a very wonderful and a powerful sound. I keep on winning, praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You know what? Before we pray tonight, I said, I want to I wanna talk about um, a very interesting story that the Lord has laid in my heart. I was reading, you know, earlier on, I spoke about, um, about Joseph. And, uh, and uh, you know, between, let's say, seven, eight, nine, I've been bit by bit reading the story of Joseph, hallelujah. And I said, I need about four things that I need to notice. What made him to keep on winning? Listen to me, the title tonight, it's called, You Are Marked for a Destiny. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah. Let me introduce myself. We are on this platform. It's called Love of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Love of Jesus Christ. We are really recording down here in Johannesburg. I can tell you something that you need to clap hands for. We are on the pod bin. We are on 1220. We are just short with few um, thousands before we can join a top 10. We are on top 20 on pod bin worldwide. Listen to me. Worldwide. We are on top 20. That deserve paying hands, Nella. Um, we are... <laughs> Let's clap hands, praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are on top 20, and amen, Lee, that is it. That is it, Lindy. We praise God, hallelujah. We just need to clap more hands, hallelujah. Worldwide, we are on top 20, and uh, up to so far, we are running towards 10,000 downloads in, in the port bin. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Hallelujah. We we really need the paying paying hands, Bridget. Praying hands, Esther. Paying hands, Stevie. <laughs> Praise God. Points. When I'm saying paying hands, I mean pod bean points hands, Nella. You know, when you clap your hand, let it be the pod bean points. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. We 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 thank God. Thank you. Thank you, Tuli. You know, thank you, Tulani. Thank you very much. We bless the Lord for those pot beans points coming from those clapping hands, you know, and, and what makes us to actually um, get more into the top 20 and get to the top 10 is the number of pot, pot, pot bean points. And um, the number of pot bean points, they give us more points to, 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 to actually run. I'm talking about... Um, you know, top 20 internationally, we are on top 20 international, which means we are getting more listeners. When we are getting more listeners, I can't wait until we are on top five, because once we are on top five, then we're going to have more people to advertise on our pod bean. When we have more people to advertise on our pod bean, then we, we need less pod bean points to be able to... to, to, to to, 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 to pay uh, for the connection because remember we are paying for this with the pot, with the pot bean points we are paying for us to be online so we are reaching many more people I was looking to the statistics and uh, during um, the 6 p.m 
we, we reach a lot of people in an area of Virginia, and uh, we reach some few people in, in Miami, and, uh, and some people in those areas, they just connect. And uh, the downloads, which are actually the downloads after we are offline, we had, you know, on the six o'clock, we had 1,600 downloads and people downloading from various places. And uh, in those places that they were actually going for work, now we've got people that are driving back from work. You know, we are like in America doing their afternoon show and uh, they do downloads and then they listen while they are driving on the vehicles. So we are definitely reaching a lot of people worldwide and we thank God. And, and um, you know, we, we are, I think we are among the top ones in terms of being the prayer channels because we are based, we are focused on prayer. We are looking into prayer. Hallelujah. Now, tonight I said, um, you know, our heading is very clear. Thank you very much, Nara, for those clap hands. Our heading is very clear. You are marked for a destiny. And then I said, I had to look into Joseph in, in the word of God, in the Bible, and then find out what is really, what are the four areas that Joseph focused on? Joseph had a dream from God as a youth, and instead of beginning to walk out that dream as he imagined, he walked. He went through a bunch of what seemed like detours, and his life ended up looking a lot like than I am sure he had imagined. While I've, I've you know, <laughs> I've never been sold as, 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 as a slave or wrongfully imprisoned, I had life go different um, areas than I had imagined. And uh, seemingly in the opposite direction of the dreams God had placed in my heart. And, and even when I was growing up, I had specific dreams and I had specific things um, that I looked at. And, uh, but unfortunately, I actually had various issues. I can tell you, I was in one of the things that I was, that happened to me was that I was wrongly imprisoned. Um, I, I believe they were right to imprison me then because uh, I was in prison because I was working on the land. I was actually arrested for not having a, a, a pass. You know, it was called a pass now, that time, a dump pass. I did not have a dump pass. I was arrested in three areas. I was arrested in Queenstown next to the post office, between the post office and the First National Bank. We were picked up there, myself, elder brother, Mkulisi, and the others. Then we were arrested. And then I was ar arrested at Alwal North. And uh, we were arrested in a roadblock at Alwal North because I was having a UDF T-shirt on me. And then I was arrested for that. And um, then I was also arrested in an area called um, Carltonville, right in the western side of, of, of Johannesburg. I was arrested. So I was arrested from there. I was arrested for being in the park. We were trying to organize some, you know, in those days, and then I was arrested. But when I look into Joseph's story, it's similarly that his life, it went wide way to various um, opposite direction. You know, as I was reading this story, Joseph and again, and, and um, I, I really had to say to myself, I need to find out what are the things about this person and how he handled everything he had to go through. I think that is what is important how he handled um, a thing to go through because 
when you are destined for when you are destined or you are marked for a destiny you need to know when you're destined for the breakthrough you're destined for the great things you are marked for a greater destiny you need there are certain things that they will come so in the process i i really understand about four things about joseph that i did not realize you know i did not look at and um, and i want to look at 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 deeper ways of joseph and and i want to say what are the things that really joseph went through and 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 uh, i think for me more more than all other things is that how he actually stood with his faith and uh, it was quite a very great example for for me in particular I don't know. Where, I don't know where you on your side, and and I can tell you, Joseph's pain was the key to his greatness. Joseph was the favorite son because he was the first son, um, uh, 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 you know, and and um, born to Jacob's true lover, Rachel. One day, Jacob. I mean, one day Jacob gave Joseph a special gift in the form of a fancy robe or a tunic. This robe was beautiful. And and they uh, had a long sleeve. I mean, the most beautiful that you can think of, and extended down to his ankles. And uh, Joseph's brothers likely had probably shorter ones that allowed them to more easily to do their manual labor. And and uh, Joseph's tunic had it was a long one. Praise God. And and uh, when when I read, uh, uh, you know, about Joseph, a man of integrity and a man of forgiveness. Giving Joseph this, you know, it elaborates a full strength uh, uh, of of him, how he stood having this this coat that he had in his life. Praise God! And and uh, sometimes you can wear a beautiful garment because you don't have to work like those brothers of yours. Hallelujah! And 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 uh, I'm guessing that. This coat wasn't the first gift Joseph received that Blantary uh, pointed out the favor he had with his father. And he had so much fa favor with his father. So um, his brothers were jealous and, 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 and this jealousy built up and eventually overcame them so much that one day they threw Joseph into a pit and eventually sold him into slavery because they were jealous. I mean, <clears throat> and and about the end of spoiled childhood that is what happened to, to joseph and they said we are ending your spoiled childhood praise god and and once joseph belonged to foreign people who paid to own him his days of being a favorite and cuddled were, were over and 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 the lord was with joseph so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of an Egyptian master, according to the book of Genesis chapter 39, um, Genesis chapter 39, verse two, uh, we're just gonna quickly read that, that Bible, the book of Genesis chapter 32, chapter 39, verse two. The Lord was with Joseph and he became a successful man and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. So you can imagine that even when he was in the house of his Egyptian master, he continued to be successful because the Lord was with Joseph. Joseph had to learn to work because, uh, you know, his father was no longer around to let him off the hook. 
So the beauty is that Joseph did work and he worked hard. You see, we see Joseph's gift of administration and oversight start to bloom as Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. That is in the book of Genesis chapter 39, verse 6. You know, I'm looking back the very first thing that I spoke about, the fact that Joseph's pain was the key to his greatness. I want you to, to note it down, the, the very first thing that Joseph's pain was a key to his integrity. And, and then we find Joseph excellent, you know, his excellency in administration, and then is given a complete responsibility. We continue to see Joseph's hard work and his gifting developed as he worked hard and became in charge of the prison he was in, and eventually over all of Egypt. In the end, it was Joseph's God-given gift of administration and oversight that God used to save Joseph's family and the whole nation of Egypt from starvation. And, 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 and um, going through the pain of losing his status of a chosen son and having to work to earn his keep, I mean, his keep in the only reason that Joseph's gift was able to develop and grow in his life. He had never had the hardship of being sold into slavery. He never would have tapped into that gift and consequently never would have saved his family. I want you to look into Joseph's pain, the pain that led Joseph to be in, in, in to be sold to the Ishmaelites, from the Ishmaelites to be sold to Potiphar. But right during that time, it shows the reason why Joseph had to be chosen to be sold to Potiphar is because of his good conduct, his good character, his hardworking. As much as he was daddy's favorite son, but over and above that, he had to keep his integrity. He had to keep himself up high. And, and, and the second thing that we notice with Joseph, Joseph ministered to others in his darkest time. He had to, meet, to minister to others in his darkest time. Joseph's life was filled with what seemed to be setbacks on surface, but in fact were the very situations that matured him, tested him, and ultimately set him up for God's plan to be manifested through him. You know, in one of these major setbacks, you know, so we see the true noble character that was the care, I mean, that was the core of Joseph's uh, uh, life. After being wrongfully charged for an offense he did not commit, Joseph found himself in prison. One day he received two new cellmates, Pharaoh's chief baker and his chief cup barrier. Since Joseph was responsible and skilled, he was ultimately placed in charge of these two prisoners. Having this kind of authority, Joseph could have easily lorded it over them and been rude and disrespectful. In, you know, instead, we see that Joseph was kind and compassionate to them, acknowledging their feelings and reaching out to them. So Joseph ministered to others in his darkest time. While he was going through the pain, Joseph did not look into his own pain, but he said, let me look into others. How can I minister to others that are going through pains? While they were in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and, and baker each had a dream one, one night, and each dream had its own meaning. When Joseph saw them the next morning, he noticed that they both looked upset. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 4, 
verse 5 to 7, Joseph asked a question, why do you look so worried today, he asked them. You know, can you imagine being wrongfully accused and thrown into jail when all, I mean, when all you've been trying to do is to serve God faithfully and honestly? Then some of other prisoners who were likely actually guilty of some crime are, 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 are mourning and complaining. That is my own interpretation, but that could have easily been the, the case about their distress, you know, right in front of you. But Joseph, while he was going through this, he said to himself, I'm not going to be complaining and doing all things. I'm saying while I'm going through this pain, my pain might be lesser than somebody else. I've got to minister to someone else. And, uh, and uh, you know, my instinct will be to tell them they have nothing to complain about, you know, and explain the plight of my circumstances and show why I have to so much, you know, much harder than they do because I have done nothing, praise God. You know, but Joseph reached out and basically off, offered them a, a shoulder to, to, to cry on. He, that's why I'm saying the second thing that I looked at, which is actually hitting me, is the fact that during his pain, Joseph ministered to so many other people. Then not only did he listen to their distress, he also offered to solve their problems by interpreting their dreams. Now, what amazing, amazing character Joseph is, you know, he had to put himself aside and help others in the midst of his own suffering. He had to push everything. Listen to me. Our heading tonight, it says, you are marked for a destiny. You are destined for a great. You are marked for great things. Praise God. And, 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 and I think that that's why I'm saying that might have been in Joseph's heart to say, I know I am marked for great. I might be going through what I'm going through right now. It might be something that is really delaying me to, 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 to break through. But I know that I am marked for great things. And I want to tell you, Manesu, today, I want to tell you, my brother, my sister, that you might be going through some steps some stages of testing you. You might be saying to yourself, I had this dream that I wanted to achieve, but there are things that are making you not to be able to achieve it. And I want to say to you, 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 you are marked for great things. You are marked for a destiny. You are marked for, for a bigger picture than what you are going through right now. If you look into what you are going through, is it compared to what God has in store for you? Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What the Lord has for you in store is much bigger than the people that are trying to make you feel that you don't belong to this company. It is much bigger than the people that make you to feel that you don't belong into this household. Have you ever been in a situation, even the very same people that you are married to, they feel, they make you to feel as if you are not the part and parcel of them. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to tell you right now, tonight, I want to tell you, Wanesu, I want to tell you, my brother, my sister, I want to say to you, you are marked for a greatness. You are marked for a greater destiny. You are marked for a bigger things. You don't, don't worry about what you are going through. When, when, when Joseph arrives in Potiphar's house and he says, I'm going to show the greater administration. Up until Potiphar's wife was jealous of Joseph, make other people to be jealous of you because you are doing what is greater. Make other people to feel they cannot 
compare with you. Let no one compete with you with the excellency. Don't show them the arrogance, but show them the excellency in you. In everything that you do, try to rise up with excellency. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, when Joseph was going through pain, he said, I want to ignore my pain. I want to ignore anything around me, but I want to minister to others. Have you ever felt a pain? You go through a pain, but when you look into your pain and you say, my pain is going to be better when I minister to somebody else. I want to tell you that God is looking. God was watching a Joseph and saying, I know what I have. Hallelujah. I know what I have. When you read in the book of Genesis chapter 39 verse 2, it says, the Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served. Hallelujah. He succeeded in everything that he did as he served because he knew very well that he was destined for, for excellence. Sometimes it might look like it's taking long before you can find this breakthrough. But I want to tell you, the more you are patient, the more you are prayerful, the more you have resistance, the more you say, Pain, you will not break me down. But pain, you will build me up. Pain, you will not break me down. But pain, you will build me up. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Joseph, you know, Joseph didn't try to push his own agenda in his life. This is the third thing that I want to talk to you about. He didn't try to push his own agenda in his life. After Joseph interprets the baker's and the cupbearer's dreams, he asked the cupbearer, whom he knew will soon be promoted back to his job to remember him and hopefully aid in getting him freed from this wrongfully imprisonment. Joseph reached out and helped someone despite his imprisonment. Joseph said, I want to help you. He forgot about his suffering. He forgot about his pain. So it seems right that you will receive a reward and a blessing from that. But once the cupbearer was restored to his position, he forgot all about Joseph. Thus, he remained in prison for two more long years. God said, you can remain in prison for two more long years, but your destiny is being prepared for you. There, has, there was a preparation for Joseph. When the cupbearer comes out, he forgets about Joseph. Have you ever helped someone? Have you ever carried someone? When they are right on top of the mountain, they forget where you pick them downstairs. Joseph carried some people in prison. When they went out, they forgot about him. I think it was really tempting for Joseph to try to manipulate and scheme things to get himself out of there. In contrast, it seems that he said, let me rather get closer to God and grow in faith during this time. You know, we know that by, by how he acted when he seemed, you know, when he saw them the next time, he acted differently. Praise God. And I want to tell you something. There might be some people that have forgotten what you have done for them. There might have people that have forgotten who you are. There might have been people that have forgotten how you are doing things, how you have done things for them.
But I want to tell you, there is only one that hasn't forgotten you. It is God. Because the Lord has prepared a destiny for you. There might be people that are no longer looking at your eyes. There might be people that are no longer looking at you. You used to be with them. You used to carry them. You used to encourage them. But I want to tell you, they have forgotten about you. Your time of your great destiny has come. The time of your great breakthrough has come. Your breakthrough does not belong to people. Your breakthrough, it is not with people. Your breakthrough is on the hands of God. This is God that has seen you, that you deserve the most beautiful coat that you can have. When Joseph was growing, God said, he deserves the great beautiful coat. While he was wearing this coat, the coat of many colors. This is the same coat that invited jealousy from the brothers. This is the same coat that invited jealousy from many other people. Hallelujah. Two years later, after Joseph interpreted his dreams, the cupbearer did finally remember him when Pharaoh needed someone to interpret his dreams. Hallelujah. And the fourth thing that I want to to tell you that I saw with Joseph is the fact that he remained patient. Hallelujah. He remained patient. He was patient in all things. He didn't say, I will push my way out. He just said, I will remain patient. His patience, we see it paid out. Finally, Joseph was brought out of prison to be able to share one of his God gifts, and help someone in authority. Your gift is coming to be exposed. Your gift is coming to be seen. You will be the one that is interpreting the dreams for somebody that you never thought you will interpret. Let me tell you, you might be saying to yourself who you are. Hallelujah. There is a glory of the Lord that is upon you. There's a glory of the Lord that is upon you, which is going to take you and position you somewhere else. There's a glory of the Lord that is upon you, which is going to position you at the right time, at the right site. Joseph had to wait. Can you wait, my sister? Can you wait, my brother? Can you wait, my fellow citizen of this country? Your time is coming. Maybe all others, they got it wrong. They thought they got it right, but the time was wrong. And I want to tell you, there's something that is coming your way. It might not be two years later. It might be two months later. It might be 21 days from today that there is something that is coming from you where you will be able to stand at the right position with the right people. You might not be interpreting a dream, but you might be doing something excellent. After Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream about the forthcoming prosperity and famine, he told Pharaoh what he thought the best course of action will be. You are being prepared that you will give a solution. You are the solution bringer yourself. You are the one that brings solutions. You are a strategist yourself. 
There's someone that will need your strategy. You are a strategist yourself. There's someone that will need you to come up with something else. I want to tell you, it might be two years later, the very same person that is making you not to be seen, the very same CEO that is making you not to excel, I'm telling you, not later than two years, you will be the same one that is running that company. That's why you've got to walk with excellency in everything that you're doing. Let your administrative work speak for you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. According to the book of Genesis 41, verse 33, Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. And Pharaoh said, I couldn't find any other person. Keep on coming with the new suggestion where you are working. Keep on coming with the new suggestion. Even the very same people that they look like they don't want you there. But keep on rising up with the excellency. Listen to me. The excellency of Joseph showed all the time and all the way going forward. Keep on bringing that excellency. Hallelujah. So Pharaoh asked his official, can we find anyone else, this man? Can we find anyone else like this man? So obviously filled with the spirit of God. Listen to this. Obviously filled with the spirit of God. If you read this part in the book of Genesis, chapter 41, verse 37 to 38. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, just keep on praying more. Keep on filling yourself with the spirit of the Lord. The, 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 the Bible says that when Joseph rises to power, you know, in verse 37, and the Bible says, this proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. I want to tell you, your proposal will please somebody. And this will be the time of your rise. You don't have to operate in witchcraft. You don't have to operate in any slandering. You don't have to operate in any hatred of other people. But let your excellency speak for yourself because you're about to arise. You're about to rise up right now. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this in whom the spirit of God is? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are looking for somebody that is running with the Spirit of God, and it is you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Pharaoh said, we need somebody that has the Spirit of God. If we were Joseph, our probable one to shout from the rooftops, pick me, pick me. But Joseph said, I'm not going to do any shout. I'm just going to keep quiet. Joseph was very capable of doing this job and you will do it well because he was experienced and gifted it at it. But Joseph was very quiet. Let me tell you, there are times that you've got to be silent. There are times that you've got to be quiet. And I want to tell you, God is going to speak on your behalf. The angels of heaven, they are already sent right now tonight. There are people in the next 21 days 
that they are not going to have sleep. They will have sleepless nights because every night the angels will be coming in. They will be knocking at their doors. As they knock at their doors, they will be saying, can you open up? And I want to speak on behalf of so and so. God has released his angelic host and the angels are speaking on your behalf. Some people will spend sleepless nights. Worry not and frustrate yourself. Worry not, it might look like others are overtaking you. They get promoted yesterday and the other day. Hallelujah. But your time is coming. Joseph didn't promote himself or try to prove that he will be the best at this. Instead, he sat back and watched as God promoted him. By only his grace and outside of any of Joseph's efforts. And God did just that. In the book of Genesis 41, verse 39 to 41, the Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is an intelligent or wise as you are. I want to say to you, clearly there's no one else that is intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court, said Joseph. And all my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on my throne will have a rank higher than yours. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I here put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. You will be reporting to the top. You will be reporting to the highest. For God will say to you, only you that can take charge of this. Only you that can be the one that is directing this. Joseph was released from prison and put into a place of high authority in just one day and it brought glory to God instead of himself. Listen to, to Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, we need a man that is intelligent, who has wisdom like Joseph. Let me tell you, your administrative skills will speak for you. Keep on serving. Keep on working. Keep on doing. God is watching. I want to tell you, he's not watching from a distance. He's very closer to you. As he was closer to Joseph, he is closer to you. Joseph was an amazing man of patience. Joseph was a man of integrity. Joseph was a man of character. Hallelujah. I listened to some people throughout the week. They were talking about Istwalandwe Siaparangwe. The late Ubabumlangen, may his soul rest in peace. And the people saying, this comes to an end of an era of the leaders who are not corrupt. That means the leaders that are remaining, they are proud, prouding themselves that they are in an era of corruption. What a shame. What a disgrace of people to proud themselves with corruption. We thank God for people like Ubabumlangen. Up to their death, they are men of integrity. 
They are men of patience. They are men of good character. They are not saying when there is a pandemic and they say this is our opportunity to take 250 million rents, but we are a chief. Chief Yamabata. But a chief takes the money from the hungry people. Takes the money from the people that are hungry. Joseph was a man of patience, integrity, and character. So many of us have read the story over and maybe so many times. And marveled at how God brought justice and blessings to him. Despite being treated unfairly. Irrespective of what Joseph was going through, he said, people first. People first. Others first. He didn't say, when a face mark is seven rand, and he says, I will sell it for 72 rand. A red bag, when it's 72 cents, is sold for seven rand. What a shame. Patience, integrity, and character. Pray for this. Let's pray for this. As you excel in your position, as you excel, as you are becoming great, Lord, forgive us. You know what? Looking at Joseph more closely and looking at his actions and lack of action in certain circumstances, we can see a shining example of one God's loyal servants whom God saw worthy of being promoted to the high calling he had. Je Joseph died. And then he rose. He said, I'm going to forgive even those that pun when, when you see Joseph Joseph's brothers, when they come to him, he acted as if he doesn't know them because he wanted to feed them first. Hallelujah. Listen to me. When we have times in our lives where we are being treated unfairly or things seem to be continually against us, we can look to Joseph for a great example of how to keep our eyes on God and continue to live in integrity and have confidence that God will come through for us at his perfect timing. If maybe it was me, oh Lord, help me. When my brothers were coming to me, maybe I would have reminded them all and I would say, do you remember the day you digged the hole? Do you remember the day you took my tunic? Do you remember when you killed an animal and lied to my father? Do you remember when you sold me to the Ishmaelites? Do you remember how I struggled in Potiphar's house? Do you remember getting on the back of the camel, being pulled as a slave? Do you remember? But Joseph did not remind anyone. May you be in a position where you will not remind your enemies anything. Hallelujah. May you only say, I forgive, completely forgiveness. Let me tell you something. A complete forgiveness, it will take you to another level. 
complete forgiveness, forgiving all, forgiving all. Joseph did not remind them. Maybe it was me. I would have remind, reminded them. What is it that they have done to me? Tonight, give them that forgiveness. Even if they don't deserve, they don't have to say we are sorry, but you've got to forgive them. They don't have to say, you know, we, we robbed ourselves the goodness. But you've got to forgive them. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to pray tonight. Because God must give you that spirit to forgive. Have you ever find yourself, you are meeting this person that we have, that this person who has hurt you. You fail to forgive. Some other people, they, they, they don't forgive even when you have come to say, I am sorry. They just fail to forgive. Father, help me to forgive all the looters in South African economy. Give me a heart to forgive those who have stolen the food parcels that were going to the area of Queenstown to those hungry people. Let me forgive those people who, take, who took 2,000 food parcels of hungry people. Let me forgive those five counselors who shared food among their own brothers and sisters. I forgive them, O oh Lord. I'm just making an example of forgiveness that Joseph had. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come to you tonight. Father, we come with the hearts that are saying, in order to find this breakthrough, in order to know that we are destined for great things, let us be able to be the ones that are forgiving. Father, we thank you that you have placed us in another level of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Listen to you, saints. I'm going to pray. But, but, but I'm going to pray. But I want you to, to, to have this in your heart. To say, Lord, help me. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm going through pains, I must know you have destined me for greater things. Sometimes we minimize the power of prayer when we tell people that prayer is just a conversation with God. Sometimes we minimize the power of prayer when we don't really understand where we are going. I want to tell you, the Lord has destined you for greater things. But throughout being destined for greater things, your patience, your pain is taking you to a greatness. Listen to me. Your pain, your pain is taking you to a greatness. The pain keeper, tell this person, tell him, say, continue with the pain. It's taking me to my great position. 
While you are in your pain, continue to minister to others as if there is no pain. Hey, I will never forget 2013. Going through the pain, I had every day to wipe my tears, but I had to continue to say, let me be patient. Let me continue to minister. Let me continue to speak to people. Let me continue to pray for those that are in pain. My pain, I know my pain, but your pain, it might be bigger than my pain. Minister to others while you are going through pain. Don't try to push your own agenda. Joseph never tried to push his own agenda. He said, I'm not going to push my agenda in case God will forget about me. Your patience are important. I said to you, Joseph was a man of patience. Your patience are important. While you are going through this, don't rush God. Don't rush God. Your patience are very much important. Don't push him. Don't rush God because he's working in your case. Hey, he's working in your case. The Lord is working in your case. You might not know. You will see it. I want to tell you in 21 days from tonight, God will show you that is working in your case. You are delivered from all other things. God is working in your case. Your questions are answered. God is working in your case. Hallelujah. Your dedication is renewed. Condemnation broken. Today, right now, tonight, I decree, I declare that all areas of struggle, sin, iniquity, offense, and every generational curse is broken from your life. I say all negative or poor habits are removed that are renewed con consecration to the Lord rest upon you. I pray you have the strength, faith to release all areas of weakness, failure, and feebleness before the foot of the cross. May you walk in the vast measure of liberty and forgiveness in Christ Jesus. I bind every spirit of enemy from bringing condemnation, guilty or shame. I decree that you will receive a full cleansing by the word of God upon your entire being, spirit, soul, and body. May all worldly and earthly burdens be removed and may you take upon you the light and easy burden of Christ. May you live in a renewed and a refreshed life of holiness and dedication to Jesus. And may your joy be both restored and made fully in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There is a new roadmap for you. Hallelujah. The Lord is releasing a new way for you. You don't know. Just be patient. Let me tell you, just be patient. Listen to me. Just be patient. God is working on something because you are destined for the greatness. You are destined for greater things. You are destined for greater things. I want to decree and declare upon your life 21 days 
of breakthrough. 21 days of breakthrough upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I decree and declare upon your life 21 days of breakthrough. They're going to happen in your life. Just be patient in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every word that God has spoken upon your life, it shall come to pass. I decree and declare every word that has been released upon your life, every prophecy that has ever been prophesied upon your life in the next 21 days. It is your time of breakthrough. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is greatness that is happening in your life right now. There is greatness that is happening in your life right now. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. You might be asking yourself and say, how is it going to happen? Because the one that is oppressing me is still next to me. Tell him, tell her, say, continue because I am getting this pain. And this is the pain that is taking me somewhere. Hallelujah. And Jesus said to them, cast your net on the right hand. And I'm saying tonight, just learn to cast your net on the right hand. The Bible says in the book of John 21 verse 6, and Jesus said to them, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Because you have been doing the same thing all the time. That's why you are getting the same results. Do something brand new. When he speaks, don't answer now. Be in praise. When she speaks, don't answer. Be in praise. You have been doing the same thing. Hallelujah. I love this. Children, have you any meat? This is the book of John 21, verse 5. And they told Jesus they had none. And Jesus said, do you have any provision? Let me tell you, be patient. In these 21 days, your, 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 your breakthrough is coming. I want to pray with you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that I walk in the perfect obedience to your divine instruction. I declare and decree that your provision flows in every area of my life. Doors of supernatural grace are open to me and I experience unusual success in every area of my life. Things that were difficult before have become easy. Divine multiplication manifests in my life as I release my faith in your word and act on your instructions. Things are changing for me right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. You must just be willing and obedient tonight. Be willing and obedient because it is happening. The book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 says, If you will be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, in the name of Jesus, your child is willing. Your child is obedient. Your word says that if we are willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land. I declare that I will walk in obedience to your word. According to the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 17 says, 
faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. As we hear these words that are declared, Lord, we believe. As we hear your word, we respond in faith and obedience in your instructions. Your sheep hear your voice and a stranger, they will not follow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Jesus. I am one of your sheep. Therefore, I hear your voice clearly. I will not follow the voice of stranger. I declare that I enjoy the good of the land in every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. In these 21 days, I don't know whom I'm talking to. In these 21 days, there is a breakthrough that is coming suddenly. There is a sudden breakthrough in your life. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 16 verse 26, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. I want to tell you in these 21 days, there's going to be a sudden breakthrough in your life. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In these 21 days, there's going to be a sudden earthquake that will take time. I mean, that will take place in your life. Glory to Jesus. We have been struggling for things. The things that we have been struggling with, they're going to take a sudden act. There are 15 people that send me their prayer requests after our 6 p.m. And I was, I was praying for them. The Lord said, there's going to be a suddenly in their lives. There's going to be a sudden turnaround. There's going to be a sudden change in their lives. Hallelujah. I want to ask you a very big question. Are you ready for a suddenly breakthrough? In the book of Acts, Paul and Silas were in prison. And the Bible says that they prayed and sang. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. That shook the foundations of jail, opened the cell doors, and released every shackles. And the dictionary defines suddenly as a quickly and unexpectedly. Even though Paul and Silas were praying, they did not know that God will deliver them with such power, speed, and magnitude. This is what suddenly means. This is what suddenly is all about. I want to tell you, you have been praying. You have been praying for that marriage. You have been praying for that husband. You have been praying for that wife. You have been praying to break through from this thing. But I want to tell you tonight, there is a suddenly that is about to take place. Suddenly means that no one will be expecting the miracle to take place in a way that it does. Suddenly means that the doors will swing open so fast and wide that it will cause an earthquake. When suddenly takes place, natural limitations are dissolved and time is interrupted by integrity. The laws of delay and stagnations are broken. The laws of delay and stagnations are broken in your life. Today, right now, they are broken. Every natural law that has been blocking you not to, to go further, it is broken. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I am stretching my hand. My hand that is filled with the anointing. I press it on this screen as I look into the eye and the, the names of people that are rolling in the screen. 
and I stretch my hand and I say as your name runs underneath my hand, there is a suddenly that is taking place. There is a quick process that is taking place. Suddenly means no one will change. Means no natural will change. As I put my hand, stretching my hand on this screen, that says, Lord, let the suddenly be upon them. I want to ask you, are you ready for suddenly? God is turning your night into a suddenly. God is turning your day into a suddenly. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I declare that your suddenly season is upon you now. It doesn't matter how long we have been in a bondage or captivity. It doesn't matter how much the pain that we have been going through. But I want to tell you, God is about to show up in your life in the magnanimous way. You are about to see foundation shaken. You are about to see doors opened and shackles loose. Your breakthrough has come. You are destined for a great thing. You are marked for a great destiny. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that my sudden season is here. I declare that doors of, of miracles are opening. I declare that all chains are broken in my life. The things that were difficult in the past will not be difficult anymore because of the working of your supernatural power. Let your supernatural power work even in places where I'm not expecting it. <clears throat> Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walls come down. Doors swing open for me right now. I am a believer in your word. Therefore, I release my faith for miracles right now. I declare that every work of the enemy that has been operating in my life is destroyed by the power of the Holy Ghost. I declare that raise is given to me. I declare that the increase is given to me. I declare that raise is given to me. Praise is my weapon. And I use this weapon to push back the enemy. I take authority over every weapon of the enemy fashioned against me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to tell you you are entering a beautiful gate. Maybe you can shout, I'm entering a beautiful gate. You are entering a beautiful gate. I want to tell you you are entering the beautiful gate. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 3 verse 2. The book of Acts chapter 3 verse 2. And certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried when he laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Gate Beautiful, to ask arms them that entered into the temple. Hallelujah. You have probably heard of the story about a paralyzed man of the beautiful gate of the temple in Jerusalem in the book of Acts chapter 3 verse 1 to chapter 3 verse 1 to 10 this paralysis affected every area of his life including his livelihood his affliction has resulted in him becoming a beggar i can imagine the pain and embarrassment this man experienced daily i believe he represents many in the church today as well as millions of others throughout our country the thing about pain is that it doesn't discriminate you have been going through pain 
But I want to tell you, your day of jumping has arrived. You have arrived in your beautiful gates. The day of your jumping has arrived. Hallelujah. The thing about a pain, it does not choose. Young or old, rich or poor, we have all experienced some sort of pain in our lives. And each of us can relate to some of pain, paralysis, whether spiritually, emotionally, financially, and physically, whether that paralysis is the past or the present. This man had been made into a beggar because of his paralysis pain. He was trapped in a cycle of defeat. He had been conditioned to settle for less than God's best for his life. It was not God's will for him to live in that condition. Little did he know that he was about to have a beautiful life changing day by a encounter with Peter and John and the power of the resurrected Christ through which he was healed of his infirmity. I want to tell you, you are about to have an encounter right now. You are about to have an encounter. I want you to clap hands for the, an encounter that is coming. I want you to clap those hands for the beautiful encounter that is coming. You are about to experience an encounter. The Bible says, beautiful for situation. The joy of the whole earth is in Mount Zion, on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. That is Psalm 48, verse 2. As he did for the paralysis man, God is about to grant you a beautiful day, turning your situation around for his glory. Listen to me. It's about to happen for his glory. Your life will never be the same again. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring to you right now your servants. I bring to you right now your children. I bring to you right now everyone that is connected to me. Father, let their lives be the lives of encounter today. They must say we had an encounter with Samuel Johnson and the power of the resurrected Christ. Father, let them say, we want to have a beautiful change. I declare that your beautiful time has arrived. I declare that you are beautiful in every situation of my life. According to the book of John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus came, I might have life and have more abundantly. Therefore, I declare that I, have, I possess an abundant life in Christ Jesus. I am not a prisoner of pain. But by grace of God, I am liberated from all shackles of defeat, victimhood, spiritually, physical, mental, emotional paralysis have no place in my life. I arise up in faith, bold and confident in the word of God and possess the promises that you have. Father, have a, so graciously prepared for me and my family for a greater destiny. My life will flourish, increase, and multiply according to your purpose and plan. I will never be the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord has given you tonight a power to decree a thing, and it shall come to pass. You shall also decree a thing, and it shall be established to you. And the light shall shine upon your ways. 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. And I want you right now on the screen, I want you to decree a thing right on the screen. I am pointing to the screen. I'm feeling the anointing. Decree a thing, financial breakthrough in Jesus' mighty name. Decree a thing, marriage in Jesus' mighty name. Financial breakthrough, financial breakthrough. Decree a thing, it shall be established. Continue to decree a thing, it shall be established. Continue to decree a thing, it shall be established. That unending lifetime business, that lifetime business, decree a thing, it shall be established. That an unending business, it shall be established. That student accommodation, it shall be established. That business, it shall be established in the name of Jesus Christ. That 